so yesterday I uh, made a mistake. The the um, mimer was making the distinction between the um, klipa, the evil of Midian, and the evil of the seven nations, and has and saying how it's a source of all evil. How Midian is not the in, in one of the individual um, kinds of of uh, evil of the seven nations, attraction to the wrong thing, etc. Rather, Midian is the general idea of discord, and Midian is born from the uh, uh, world of chaos, where each of the divine spheres in the world of chaos um, um, each of the divine spheres in the, world of, in the world of chaos wanted to be supreme, wanted to, to reign. And since they wanted to be um, alone, so they couldn't, they couldn't connect with each other, they couldn't incorporate the other divine spheres in themselves. And as a result, they, um, they exploded. So, um, so, so Midian, therefore, is not a specific country in the land of Israel. It's not one of the specific seven nations. It's, it's the source of them all. It's the, it's the original source of it all. What's, and the parallel of this in our lives is what's the source of discord, which comes from Midian? It's a sense of self. Just like the divine spheres, in some very subtle way, they had some kind of, some kind of sense of self which was, which was excessive. They wanted chesed, for example. The divine sphere of chesed wanted, wanted all there to be is just chesed. So because of that, there is this separation from the other spheres, and this, um, this results in ourselves in this sense of um, I, 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 and the self-absorption um, has negative effects on relationship with others. Because we're self-absorbed, therefore we, um, we're, we're, we're annoyed by another person's existence. Not because they will go against us, but because of um, just, just, their, just the fact that they exist. It's not because of a detail, it's just because of their existence. We can justify it with the detail, but it's not the detail that started it. It's actually the result of our being uncomfortable with another person's existence. Now, although it sounds, as we learned yesterday, it sounds like something very extreme, we were discussing yesterday how this is not so extreme, this is something that exists subtly in each of us, um, to, to various degrees, various people, um, and basically the barometer of how much, um, uh, how much you could tolerate another person's existence um, Will 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 directly inform your estimation of their behavior. The more uh, bittel, the more abnegation you have before Hashem, the more um, the more you're able to tolerate them, the more you're able to accept them, the more you'll, you'll be able to hold space for them. And as we learned yesterday, that, that although that's a modern word, that that's that's ever uses a similar word here. Hold space means that you'll accept them the way they are and connect with them. So that's all, um, that's, that's what we learned yesterday. So the, the mistake I made was the, um, when I was making the distinction between um, uh, the other nations and the clip of Midian, he says uh, it's not the 
when a person has a discord because of a certain reason, because of a certain attribute, that comes from the gvura of Tayu. That comes from a, the specific divine power called gvura. Gvura means might. Um, gvura also means judgment. And uh, the um, discord that is from Midian originates from the other person's existence. You're bothered by their existence. The discord that originates from the other nation, I think it's the nation of Chiti, if I remember correctly, that discord is not because of their existence. It doesn't originate from that. Rather, it exists from, um, from, from a sense of, of might in yourself. Um, what, is, what is the meaning of, of might? How does might um, translate in, in discord? So, um, let's say this. Let's, let's start with this. There's an unfortunate phenomena um, in people who make dramatic steps to return to Judaism that they become very judgmental about their parents, about their teachers, and about their friends. And it's a natural thing that this, it's, it's, it's not a a product of their religiosity. It's not that the religion teaches them to, to act disdainfully towards their parents, the Torah says, to honor your father and mother. But um, I think the reason why this happens is because you have to understand the, the idea of, of, of the dramatic steps of tshuva. Dramatic steps of tshuva require a person to unearth within themselves otherworldly strength, otherworldly power. The, the, in Hebrew, the word for gibor, Gibor doesn't just mean someone who's mighty. Uh, Gibor, if someone has, has power in their arms, Gibor means someone who's able to bring out inner strength. We all have inner strength. We have strength in our body, strength in our character. Then we have inner strength that we resort to when we're, when we're going through something. A long, long time ago, I discovered that my birth is in Gorosh of Malchus. Uh-huh. My nose went up, whoa, Gorosh of Malchus. <laughs> then I decided I'm going to look up what is Gorosh of Malchus. Yeah. Which means you're using exactly what you're saying. You're using your strength to hold your mouth back. Ah, to hold your, your strength. You hold your strength, yeah. You use your guru to contain your mouth. Don't, don't, like you said yesterday, don't. Wow. It's a very powerful. I took my nose quickly. Malchus means sovereignty, Daniel. You hold back your sense of sovereignty over others. That's guru shal malchus. I read it before. But that's actually very relevant. We're going to see later that the, the words that each of the spheres of Tayu said was, Ana Emlech, I will reign. And the, the idea of Ana Emlech is that is the idea of Hisnasus, the idea of, of unhealthy um, self-absorption, where it has to be my way, I have to reign. So, so anyways, we're getting back to the Baal Shuvah, so, so in order for him to, just in order to, when you're in a situation that you have to count, encounter an opponent who is stronger than you, you have to reveal inner strength in yourself to, 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 to do this, you have, or you have some kind of other, other challenge, not just, a, not just a physical battle with someone, but you have some kind of battle going on in your life, it requires you to bring out inner strength. So that inner strength, um, often, the previous Sheba, right before he left uh, to America, he, he's telling a group of uh, people, a group of girls, how, how Hasidus gives you this kind of inner strength, it grants you this inner strength, and they have to use it in the right way. In other words, don't use that inner strength to uh, disdain your uh, your parents and your and, and your friends, 
and I think right, the space all over the shul, right? Don't use that in the wrong way. You need a lot. You get a lot of strength from Hasidus, but don't use it in the wrong way. In other words, it makes you so powerful. It makes you so powerful. You're able to like throw away all the idols of your past, but don't throw out the baby with the bathwater. Don't throw out your parents. Don't throw out your friends. Don't throw out your 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 your, your good sense of of. Um, Right. Don't get yourself a new, a new idol. There's a clip of, in, in Hasidus just reminding me called Ruuma. 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 Ruuma is one of the names in the Parshas Neach, uh, in Parshas Vishlach. I don't know one of the. I think it's Ruuma means look how ma I am. Ma is a word in Hasidus for self abnegation. Look how self abnegated. Look how low I am in the eyes of God. Look how 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 inferior. I am. I want to be the most inferior, the mo- the lowest. I am the most abnegated. Uh, it, 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 this kind of self-absorption exists in every kind of scenario. Everyone, it, it enters in any kind of kind of um, circumstance. Like one Jew once asked Reb Reuven Dunin, uh, Reuven Dunin was a legendary mashpia, legendary chassidic mentor. He asked him, "What about the guy who's begging in?" The guy who's begging in the bus station in Israel, and this guy is like sitting there in the rags. He also has gaiva. Reuben says, "What are you talking about? That guy is thinking I'm the I am the lowest of the low. There's no one lower than me. <laughs> I have reached it. I am the one who has no one has nothing than I do. I'm the top beggar here. They think they don't have. I'm the one who doesn't have. <laughs> so, so anyway, so 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 this um, force of um, is, is can often be used to be judgmental. It, it also, if it's, when Friedrich Rebbe said, you don't use it the wrong way, it means don't use it to be judgmental. This gvura, this inner strength that you need to go to to, to, to counter all the things you're used to to make the dramatic decisions, could also be used to be judgmental on others. That's not minion. Minion is not being judgmental. Minion is the idea of self-absorption. The idea of, of of you can't stand someone else's existence. You could translate that and judge them later. But the what Midian is about is not a specific thing. There is there are people who are who are excessively judgmental, and as I'm saying, I think that that, that in, in the process of becoming tshuva, doing tshuva could, could often could often surface such a phenomenon. But that's not what the Rebbe is referring to um, when he says gvuras of teyu. He's saying there is another. I'm sorry, that, that, the clip of Midian. Clip of Midian is not where you're overly judgmental. Clip of Midian is where you can't stand the other person's existence because of your own self-absorption. And therefore, automatically you judge them too. But the, uh, there's another kind of clipper where, where, where just you're, you're uh, using your inner strength, instead of using it to make yourself better, you're, you're, you're letting it spread and, 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 and putting a magnifying glass on other people's um, performance or otherwise. Um, but anyway, so that's, that's the basic point of, of the last chapter, is that um, in holiness, a litmus test, uh, if something is holy or not, is, is there inclusion? Is there, is, there, um, a, does, is there holding space for someone else? Is there a relationship with someone else? The, the clip of, of Midian prevents that. There's no room for anybody else. I, I'm, I'm too busy for, to, be, to, to, to think about the other person or to, uh, or, or to have patience for their shenanigans. That's, that's the clip of Midian. I have no patience. Why don't you have, why don't you have patience? No patience because you're so into yourself. So that's the clip of Midian. Okay. Now we're going to go into um, uh, the next chapter, chapter five. Um, um, we're going to go, going to go a little deeper uh, upstairs. 
and that's going to help us understand a little bit more uh, deeper downstairs. Um, now we can understand why klipa, the clip of Midian is specifically the opposite of the sphere of Chachma. This made a ear, huh? Chapter, chapter 5. It says in the Sefer Meir, Midian is the name of the Klippa that goes against Chachma. There's Chachma, and the directly the opposite of Chachma is the Klippa of Midian. This will help us understand, by the way, we'll get to later, God willing, about Mo- why Moshe Rabbeinu was chosen to battle against Midian, because Moshe embodied the sphere of Chachma. What is Chachma? Chachma is the power of the devotion and abnegation before Hashem, the power to put yourself aside for the sake of Hashem. That's the meaning of the word Chachma. The word Chachma comes from the words Koyach Ma. The power of Ma. What, does it mean, what is the meaning of the power of Ma? So, in general, um, in, 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 when we process things, things begin in the way we understand them, then they go to our emotions, and then they lead to our behavior. Our ideology affects our character, which then affects our behavior. So the beginning of ideology, the beginning of our, our perspective on something, is our initial comp- uh, conception of the idea, then there is the comprehension of the idea, and then there is the way we connect to the idea. That's Chochma Bina and Das. Chochma is our initial flash of what the thing is, the lightning flash. And Bina is where we take that same idea and we develop it and we cut it up into a million pieces to try to understand it. And then by framing it um, in Bina, in a certain way, Bina sort of is like, uh, a narrative of what Chachma is. Chachma is like the picture of something. And Bina is the way we explain it to ourselves, as a narrative, how we bring it into our own lives. Or the way we, we, we understand it. It's, 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 it's not yet narrative. It's not yet emotional. It's, it's understanding. The way we connect to it, that's really narrative. I, I use the word narrative for Bina because it's in comparison to Chachma, it's not the thing itself. It's a way, it's a way, it's a way you, the thing itself is broken to pieces. It's not the essence of it. The way the thing comes into understanding. So, Chachma is compared to sperm, and it's the uh, initial um, source of the child. But now the mother develops the child into a full, a full organism. Um, so, it's called Ma, it's called What, because when things are in that nebulous state, like in the state of the sperm, and compared to a child, they haven't yet been defined. So too, when you have initial flash of the idea, it's, it's called what? You can't yet articulate exactly what it is. You know, like the um, famous story of Archimedes, when he was in the bathtub, and he discovered, what the principle did he discover? What's it called? Displacement. Displacement of... of Water is equal to the volume of the, uh, the substance. Okay. Displacement of water is equal to the volume of a substance, yeah? Yeah, and that way, since you knew the weight of gold for a specific ah. volume, and you knew the weight of lead for a specific volume, you could tell the difference between the two. Uh-huh. Beautiful. So that, that's where you can measure what, what, the, um, 
the real nature of something. Yes. Right. You determine the mass. Very good. So, so when he discovered this, he, he jumped out of the bathtub and he ran, as the legend goes, he ran, he ran around naked in the, in the street. So, so he didn't yet know the answer in detail of, of what he did, discovered, but he discovered, he knew he discovered something big. So in a similar way, in Chachma, Chachma is where there's initial discovery of something, and it hasn't yet been comprehended yet, but there's initial discovery. So Chachma, in the intellectual, in the ideology of, um, of, under, of developing an idea, it is that initial flash. And so too, um, vis-a-vis our soul's relationship to godliness, to Hashem's truth, these, the, the first um, sphera, the first way of connecting to Hashem's truth, is the initial connection is in abnegation, where, all the, where there's a revelation of Hashem's truth, just like this is true intellectually, in order to understand something that you haven't been able to figure out, you have to suspend the borders of your mind and, and let something new in that you didn't know about before. You have to totally like, you have to put your mind on like empty, like let me just hear, I want to figure out this Rashi, I want to figure out this Sikh, I want to figure out this Maimer, what's the Maimer saying, what's the Sikh saying, what's going on, I have to totally like suspend myself. So too, um, in, the, in the divine soul, the power of, of, of dying for the sake of Hashem's name, the power of total self-sacrifice, emanates in the same sphere. Chachma is the place where godliness is revealed, where things haven't yet become crystallized, things haven't become defined yet. It's just where the first revelation of Hashem's, <coughs> there's an initial revelation of Hashem's truth before it can be developed, understood, and can integrate it and connect it and lead to emotions and behavior. The, 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 the first point of the, of the soul, the first point of the existence of the soul, is Chachma. What Chachma is to the intellect, Messrs. Um, Nefesh, Chachma is conception, where there's no definition yet. So to Chachma is the revelation of Hashem's truth. Just like we look at physical things and a physical insight, like Archimedes, about something physical, something scientific. We could also have a, um, a revelation of godliness where, there, where, there, where there's the suspension of self completely, not just the, of our intellectual self, but of our total self, to let the truth of Hashem in. That's the power of Chachma. That's the power of dying for the sake of Hashem's name, where you're suspending yourself completely for the sake of Hashem. Um, so that part of the soul emanates from a realm called Atzilus, where that realm there is a revelation of Hashem's truth, and the highest point of that realm is also called Chachma. And there, in that, that sphere of Chachma, there it's revealed that there's nothing besides Hashem. That's, the, the, that's where our soul gets it from. From this realm, our, our soul comes from that world of Atzilus. And uh, in that realm, in the, the center of that realm is the sphere of Chachma. And Chachma, in, there it's, in Chachma's reveal, has nothing besides Hashem. So that trickles down into our consciousness. There's nothing else important besides Hashem. And therefore, we give our lives for the sake of Hashem. So that's the, um, the, what, what Chachma is. The opposite of Chachma, as we'll see in tomorrow, is, is Midian. What Chachma is about abnegation and devotion and holding space. And Midian the, is the exact opposite. It's the, the, the far end of the spectrum, the sense of, of uh, separation, as we'll see in tomorrow. Okay, grace to Shekach.